Hello, mothlings, ghouls, and creatures of the night. You must have been attracted to our lot. I am your host, Wednesday Winters, from the band Pumpkin Guts, and this is your co-ghost, Nessie. Hi. Imagine that you are standing on the banks of the Loch Ness, looking out into the beautiful waters, listening to the sounds of the wildlife all around you. You hear geese and the calls of singing birds, and everything is beautiful. When suddenly the water begins to ripple, you think maybe it is just a duck that has just landed in the water. But when you look towards where the ripples are coming from, you don't see anything on the surface. And then the ripple becomes bigger and wider. And you catch a glimpse of something that looks like it could be the back of a whale. But when one of the flippers comes up out of the water, it looks unlike anything that you've ever seen before. Before you can even pull your phone out to try to get a picture, it submerges back underneath the surface and it's gone. Did you just see the Loch Ness Monster? Okay, so today we are talking about what is possibly the most famous cryptid that there is. Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Okay, so in case you guys, for some reason, have been under a rock for like your entire life and have no idea what the Loch Ness Monster is, um, it's supposed to be this large marine creature that lives in the Loch Ness Lake in Scotland. And uh, there's been a few different kinds of depictions. We're going to call it a her because, you know, Nessie, we're going to say it's a her, but we don't know. Right. But uh, most people claim that it's like this big, huge creature that's about 20 feet long with a really long neck and flippers. Yeah, um, it (laughs) sort of looks like from the depictions and stuff of it, it really, I think it looks like a a plesiosaurus, you know, would, I guess, make Nessie a a monster, a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness, a dinosaur if that was what she is but sightings of Nessie date back all the way to 565 AD and that's actually where our first recording of any sighting of her comes from and it was by Saint Columba and I think that's probably why so many people put so much stock into Nessie because somebody who was a saint like a person of Christian faith and a person of God saw this monster and reported on it and um and i think that's you know one of the reasons that this cryptid is so heavily believed in because people don't think about a person of that kind of of that kind of religion and faith believing in the supernatural and stuff you know yeah so according to that the creature came to the surface and bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when Columba demanded it to go back into the water. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and supposedly it listened and backed off. Yeah, and, and that's where your first ever sighting of Nessie comes from. And, you know, I know, like, when we talked about, like, Mothman, Mothman uh, is considered to be, like, a bad omen kind of thing. This cryptid doesn't bring any kind of bad luck with it or anything like that. Like, this is actually... <laughs> A pretty tame cryptid as far as cryptids go. Well, I will say as far as it goes, like as far as sightings and things like that go, that's the only one that seems to be that made Nessie out to be like something that was to be, you know, afraid of. Right. Yeah, because you like you hear the word monster and you like you think 
monster like something bad but she's really only called a monster just because we don't know what else to call her like we don't know what she is you know so I watched a documentary on the travel channel about Nessie and like the new evidence and I I believe that's actually what the documentary is called is like the Loch Ness Monster new evidence going by that documentary so we have that really early sighting from 565 and then after that there isn't a lot of reports for like a long time and then like in the 1930s like a lot of reports began to happen and have continued since then yeah so what happened in the 30s was in 1933 there was a road built in front of the Loch Ness which gave people a lot better view of the lake so there's going to be a lot more people hanging around that area so there's going to be if If there is something there for them to see, they're going to be able to see a lot more easily now. Right. And when I would think about the Loch Ness, I didn't realize how big it was. Like, I think in my mind, I was thinking of, like, some of our lakes around here. Like, you know, like some of the, like, we have a lot of those um, man-made lakes here where they've dug out, like, a big area and they put fish in it and, like, fountains and stuff like that. And those are relatively small, like you can see the entire lake you can stand on one end and see the whole lake so like in my brain I've always thought that that's what the Loch Ness was like but watching this documentary I realized that's actually a humongous body of water like there is a like a vast amount of water that goes with the Loch Ness yeah the Loch Ness is actually huge so I mean it's very possible that there's things in there that we have no idea what it is just like with any like large body of water it's almost like you could almost kind of compare it to like I don't want to say the ocean because it's a much smaller scale yeah but it's that same kind of idea like you know there's tons of creatures like in the bottom of the ocean like we're discovering new ones every single day yeah there are people too who live on the banks of the Loch Ness and stuff and on that documentary there was one woman who lives on the banks and I believe she's had multiple sightings of Nessie as where this other woman who's lived there for like her entire life has only seen Nessie one time and it was just like three years prior to when they made the documentary. I'm also wondering too like whatever kind of creature Nessie is if she needs oxygen or anything like that or if she's like purely just you know like a marine animal. Yeah, like, is she a mammal or, like, um, some type of, like, an amphibian or does she have gills? If, if like, you're going with that plesiosaurus kind of depiction of her, then she would be something that would be more similar to, like, a whale where she could spend a lot of time under the water and be fine but would need to come to the surface ever so often and, and get oxygen. But if you're going with something else, like a, like she's some variation of like an eel or something like that, then, you know, then you would have to think gills, she wouldn't need to come to the surface. Also, since there's depictions all the way back from, you know, 565 AD, like, is this a uh, creature that's just like immortal <laughs> or <laughs> have there been several different ones? You know, that's something to think about, too. Like, is this the same monster that's been seen all these years? Or is there, like, a family of them living in this lake and we have no idea? 
See, I would I would lean more toward the idea that like it would have to be like a species and not just one single creature. Well, um, maybe they're very few and far between, but I think there's definitely more than one. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Though sometimes marine animals because they're you know they're so much different than like air breathing animals some of them do live for hundreds of years but even at this point though Nessie would really be pushing the envelope if it was just her like I mean she'd be over a thousand years old I don't think they've ever found an animal that was that old they've cut they they found a shark last year that was about 800 I don't think they've ever came across an animal that was over a thousand like, how many years ago would that even be at this point from 565 AD? Yeah, I think about 1,500, not 15,000. I think that's what my 15, brain 15,000 years old. Yeah, she'd be ancient. Even if she was alive, she'd probably be barely moving. Like, she's like a big giant rock on the bottom of the Loch Ness at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Nessie is presented in such a way and thought of in such a way like that people are not afraid of her that like there's you know like there's depictions of her as like uh in children's books like as as a character for kids like I think in one of her books or one of the books about her I should say it's like a a thing to help kids not want to litter even like she's like an anti-litter ambassador She's definitely not got that same kind of um, frightening air around her that almost every other cryptid that I'm aware of does. I think I had said before that I thought Bigfoot was like the least scary cryptid, but I probably think Nessie's probably the least scary. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, as far as I can tell, that's been the only like bad experience anyone's had with it is that um, uh, experience that Columbus supposedly had. Uh, yeah was he bit somebody which i mean you know don't be trekking in the waters maybe like when he invoked god to tell the monster to go back into the water maybe like it changed her life maybe she just decided like she saw jesus (laughs) yeah she's like oh i'm this is wrong i shouldn't eat people and then like she turned over a new leaf and she's been a vegetarian ever since (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i think one of the most known sightings of nessie is that one specific sighting from 1933 where uh they got that picture of her in the water but it it's a it looks very small in comparison to everything else you know what i'm talking about it's like that if you google nessie it's like the the first picture that's going to come up uh it's called the surgeon's picture because it was taken by a uh physician by a guy who's a surgeon in 1934 named Robert Kenneth Wilson who claimed to see Nessie and I know that everybody's probably seen this picture by now it's like an old black and white photo um, and it looks like uh, some kind of creature with like a humpback and like a really long neck. So that picture was widely believed to be real and then somebody came out and said that it was a faked picture. The guy the Weatherall had came to look for Nessie before this picture was taken. And um, Weatherall, I can't think of his first name, so I'm just going to say Mr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he 
went down into like the the water and was like looking for her and stuff and he was filming all this okay like he's making like this documentary well then he finds these footprints on the side of the the bank and he immediately calls like the natural history museum and they they come out they make casts of it these are amazing perfect footprints right well after they do their analysis on it it turns out that this footprint was actually the footprint of some type of hippo well these hippos don't live in scotland so it's like how did that get there and what had happened was this guy he wanted the fame for being able to prove nessie was real he brought this ashtray that was a cast of a hippo's foot and he made those impressions in the bank and then tried to turn it in like that the that those were nessie's footprints i guess he was upset because of the publicity of the surgeon's picture and his son is the one that went to the newspapers then after this picture got famous and said oh this picture was fake that was actually one of my toys and we were working with him and we faked the picture Yes, that's the story around the picture. Supposedly, it's supposed to be like a toy submarine with like a piece of wood taped to it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like one of the people in the documentary I watched, they said that they thought that that guy was just mad and lied about it being a hoax because he wanted the the fame and stuff for his own family. And like, I guess that was like his way of putting the spotlight back on his family. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that that's a faked photo or do you think it's real? I really like it just sounds really like suspicious. You yeah. know, that that guy specifically would be the one that would come forward after he got caught faking something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, that picture's fake anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just sounds like somebody being bitter, in my opinion. <laughs> and I mean, it's hard to say because like that's the first picture proof of nessie so it's hard to say like there's been several pictures since then however Mm -hmm. like all the pictures are pretty different like they don't all look the same and a lot of them like there's actually a video too there's a few videos of something like you know swimming in the water that looks like nessie so it's like i can buy that maybe maybe that first picture might have been fake but how do you fake some of this other footage that has been found you know Right. Yeah. Like, and some of the people who have gotten things have, it's been by accident. They weren't even there to like, to look for Nessie. Like they were there for other reasons. So, I mean, that in itself is something that makes me be like, yeah, there's definitely something out there. And something too, that I find interesting is like where Nessie is something that's actually has like some believability there have been a lot of searches that have been done of Loch Ness, like, to look for her. And these have been, like, crazy, you know, like, they've they've used, like, sonar. They've sent submarine teams down. They've done all kinds of stuff. And all kinds of countries have done it, too. Like, they've sent people from, they sent teams from, like, Japan to go and look for her. They sent, America sent people to go and look for her. And every time, they don't turn up anything. Yeah, so there's actually been a pretty recent search. Back in 2018, there was a research team that conducted a DNA survey of the entire lake. All kinds of organisms lived there and what could have lived there before 
and things yeah. like that. Most people think that Nessie is some form of like a plesiosaur, right? Yeah. So they searched specifically for that kind of DNA. They didn't find anything like that. They didn't find any DNA of any large creature in general, but they did find a bunch of DNA from eels. That's weird too, because like they haven't uh, seen any eels and there's a, uh, so one of the big speculations now is that Nessie could actually be a giant eel, but she would have to be a huge eel, man, because like every, <laughs> everybody <laughs> who's been there says she's at least 20 feet long. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, those, still, those... I would still call that like a monster because like that's God, that is a massive eel. Yeah, well, and also, have you ever seen an eel? Like, they are scary. Their teeth, they, they're full of teeth. They're just, like, their whole face is teeth. <laughs> <laughs> they're terrifying. So, I mean, that, I would call that a monster, and I would say that, you know, if it, if it did turn out she was a giant eel, like, still, like, don't be swimming in there. <laughs> like, yeah. She could eat you whole. So, like, that DNA uh, thing that you're talking about, the way that they did that research is, like, they went in and they took water samples, like, gallons and gallons of water samples from every depth of the water. Like, they started with, like, surface water, and then they ended up going all the way down and, like, getting water that actually came from, like, the very bottom of the lock. And that's what they tested. But now... Even though the biggest, you know, percentage of stuff that they found that could have been considered something that might be Nessie was the eels, 25% of the DNA found was unidentifiable. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, like, there is still um, a chance that Nessie could just be this whole new, like, not even anything like a plesiosaur, could just be some kind of whole new species on her own. Right, yeah. Because sea creatures and, like, you know, marine creatures in general, like, there's so many. There's just a ridiculous amount of them. And like I said, there are so many of them that's not even been discovered yet. Right, yeah. So, I mean, there's a huge chance that she's still there and they just have no idea what she is. Right. And so, like, what are some of the, like, the good, like, the sightings that you were able to find that people have reported? So there are tons and tons of sightings. Um, I found a few different ones. Whenever I was doing just my, like my general background research, I was on uh, Britannica.com. And if you guys are interested in reading about the Loch Ness Monster, that's a really good place to go because they had a huge, huge article about it. We might be like time jumping a little bit here. So we'll go back to the 1930s, you know, whenever they first built that road and when the Nessie sightings started being like really prevalent again. And this was actually before the picture of Nessie came out. So that might play into if that picture was real or fake. This was before that happened. Mm -hmm. uh, there was actually a couple who were driving down that road that they'd built. And uh, they claim that a enormous prehistoric looking creature crossed the road in front of them. <laughs> and like waddled across the road. Like, And all I'm thinking about... Is um, if anybody here knows anything about Pokemon, have you ever seen a Lapras? All I can think about is a big Lapras on land, like waddling across the road, trying to hurry and get back in the water. <laughs> yeah, 
so that is what like there's not even a name like I couldn't even find the names of this couple but that's like <laughs> the first like sighting sighting yeah. so they claim that this giant prehistoric creature crossed the path of their car and jumped back in the water I can't get that out of my head like that that like uh plesiosaurus uh representation of nancy like flopping across the the road what even well, like what i said immediately <laughs> what i mean that's what i'm saying like that's the also i will say that out of all the sightings that i found that is the only one where she was on land right. so it's like why was she there what was she doing right like i mean i don't know like did because if she was running across the road, or I mean, whatever, waddling, not running, flopping <laughs> across the road like a fish, flopping across the road, like she had to have got out of the water and went across the road to begin with, like for, oh, for something. I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, though, you said that road was new, though, right? Like they just put that in around that time, so it maybe... was brand new. So maybe she just like had seen them doing it. It was yeah. like, what is this? What's happening? Yeah, like maybe she was just checking it out, or like maybe there was like a spot through there that she used to go to, and then she went to try to get to it and couldn't because of the road or something like that. So this couple, when they were explaining what they'd seen, they actually said it looked very much like a dragon. Ooh. Which I mean, that also plays into like the plesiosaur thing. Which, like I said, I think that she could be something just totally on her own, like yeah. nothing like that. Which, I mean, that's for a whole nother day. But, I mean, there could have been dragons also, you know, back in the day. So, I mean, what if this is some kind of, like, dragon that's, like, just... But maybe it's, uh, like, evolved to its surroundings. Yeah. And so it's lost its wings and it became aquatic. You know, like, it could... Can you imagine that? Like, if Nessie's actually, like, this big, like, scary fire-breathing dragon, but, like, with gills instead of wings... Right. Yeah. I mean, that could happen. And I, there is the whole thing, too, which we'll get into this a little more when we get ready to talk about, like, like the, the theories and our personal theories and stuff. But uh, the whole thing about, like, the dragon realm, where there's certain mythological creatures and stuff that are supposed to come from the dragon realm. So I think that... Uh, I think it's a com like kind of a common thing for um like sea creatures to get lumped into that. So that makes sense. Yeah. So it could totally be like <laughs> some kind of water dragon. Yeah. <laughs> which would also be pretty cool. Yeah, it would. So uh there is another sighting and like I said, we're gonna time jump a little bit. You guys just keep up with me. I'll let you know the dates. Uh so this one's very, very recent. This was actually in September of twenty twenty one. So this was just last year. This was a few months ago. Uh there was a man named Richard Maver and he was doing a long distance char- charity canoe run with a group of his friends. And he was uh canoeing across the Loch Ness mm-hmm. and he took a drone. And he put it out above the lake to take a like full group picture of him and his friends on the shore. So in that footage, and if you guys are interested in seeing this, I found this on the New York Post.com. Uh, there's actual vid- video footage. You don't notice it at first. And even Richard tried to, you know, be like skeptical about it because he said that he's a huge skeptic. He don't really believe in the Loch Ness Monster or anything like that. But he said that 
he looked at it over and over and over and over and he cannot figure out what else that could have been because he was trying to say, you know, maybe it was just like um, a trick with the lie or maybe it was just like the way that the waves were hitting the shore. But mm -hmm. in that video, if you guys go and check it out, uh, you can see this huge, what looks to be this huge creature about, uh, and Richard uh, compared it to the canoes. He said about two canoes long and a canoe is roughly 14 feet long. Wow. And it was swimming towards the shore where they were. Yeah. So, and in this video, it very much looks like, again, a plesiosaur. Because yeah. it looks like it's this very long, slender creature swimming towards the shore with a really long neck and, like, flippers, basically. Now, it is kind of hard to see because it is submerged. It's underneath the water. But there's not been anything so far to debunk that. So, like, what you're saying is that we need to get, like, a team of people together with a bunch of drones and just fly them all over the, the the lock at the same time that way we could get all of it at once and i bet we would get footage of nessie you know that seems plausible and we should just all go out in canoes because <laughs> <laughs> she maybe she's into canoes. canoes yeah what's funny about that though is uh richard actually said that they had a little stuffed nessie that was like their team mascot yeah and they uh, would hand it off to each other, like whoever. I can't remember what their thing was with this. Like, so he was like, maybe the real Nessie just wanted to see the little Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a lot of my uh, sightings came from uh, dailyrecord.co.uk. So, and like I said, we're jumping around, guys. Um, there, like, it's just been tons and tons of sightings but these are just some of the some of the best ones most of them have like video or picture footage with them right okay so in september of 2016 there was a man named uh ian bremner and he caught a picture of what looks like nessie out in the water while he was hunting for red deer and that picture is posted on there and it basically looks it looks very similar to the original photo Okay. And these are all pretty, you know, pretty new sightings also. I will say that. Most of them are in, like, recent years. There was another sighting in December of 2018 by a man named Ricky D. Phillips, who happened to be an author, and he was also a tour guide. So he says that he spotted the creature and said that it had a long neck, it was totally gray, and that he would estimate its head to be about the size of a rugby ball. Oh, Okay. Which I'm not sure how big a rugby ball is, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say about like a football, maybe. Yeah, probably. But according to him, and he's the only one that I saw this, saw that said something like this. He said that it looked like it had bird features to him. Which would make sense with the dinosaur theories. Yeah, absolutely. See, so, I mean, I will say too, like that just because we don't know what kind of dinosaur it is doesn't rule out that Nessie could definitely still be some kind of dinosaur that's, you know, not went extinct. Because there's yeah. plenty of dinosaurs that we've not discovered. Right. Because, I mean, if we don't have, uh, 
I mean, if we've not found any DNA or fossils, fossils of them or anything like that, like that doesn't mean they didn't exist. Right. So, I mean, that could still possibly be some kind of dinosaur and we just have no idea what kind it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Okay. So then in August of 2013, there was another man named David Elder and he said out of the corner of his eye, he caught the sight of a black area of water about 15 feet long which developed into a kind of bow wave with the water and that he could tell that it was definitely making a wave over top of something. Okay. So basically he caught it like swimming. Yeah. Is what it sounds like to me. But he said that you could definitely tell that the water was bowing over top of something in the water. And I will say also most of these sightings, uh, the, most legitimate sightings anyway have been between 2016 and now it seems like okay or 2013 and now sorry (laughs) (laughs) just this great at that guy (laughs) well yeah (laughs) y'all don't listen to him but like (laughs) (laughs) okay so like i said there's several people who caught pictures so if you guys are interested in that most of the pictures and the footage that was caught was on this website in May of 2017, there was a tourist who was checking out the Loch Ness, and his name was Rob Jones, and he caught a picture of what he believes is the Loch Ness Monster and says that several other people saw it too, and that picture can be found on that website. We may also gather up some of them and post them up on our Instagram too. Yeah, we'll definitely do that for you guys so you don't have to go and <laughs> search all these different <laughs> websites that we go to. <laughs> Right. And then there was another picture uh, from September of 2018 that was taken by a guy named Dipak Ram. Mm-hmm. And he accidentally caught the photo while just taking a picture of like the, um, you know, just taking a picture of the lake. Yeah. And whenever he zoomed in on it, it looks like something with a humpback and a long neck. Oh, that's awesome. And then there was actually a nine-year-old in November of 2017. Uh, His name was Sam Knott. And he caught a photo of it while actually monster hunting. Like, that's something that he was into doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was looking for it. And he actually ended up catching a picture of a fin coming out of the water. Oh, cool. And then uh, in August of 2019, a uh, local resident, Rory, Rory... Cameron, who lives on the log, uh, he said he had just gotten home from work when he noticed something bobbing its head in and out of the water, and he could see by its movements that it was propelling itself down the lock. But he was so stunned, he said that he forgot to even get his phone out to take a picture. Oh no, I, that's what would happen to me. I would. Just I would be just like, be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I would forget I existed. I like. <laughs> So, I mean, that's just a few sightings, guys. But like I said, there are tons and tons and tons of footage. And I mean, honestly, there's so much. Like, how can you really discredit all of these pictures and videos? Right. And, you know, something that's interesting, too, is on top of all that, though, all these sightings and stuff. um, Steve Feltham, who is like one of the most known Nessie hunters there is, he lives on the log. And he actually sells, like, Nessie memorabilia and stuff like that. He holds the record for longest vigil longest vigil for Nessie because he's been there for, like, probably 30 years at this point. 
and he has only cited her one time in all of that time and it was in the first year that he was there and he's never seen her again so I'm wondering if there's some again like I don't know if I wonder if Nessie like can breathe underwater or if she needs oxygen or what the deal is there like maybe she has like a secret spot where she comes and gets air sometimes yeah (laughs) and the only reason that people see her is because she's out like right in the middle because that's usually where she's at when people sight her right it's like right out in the middle of the lock so so let's talk about like theories like there's a lot of theories about what Nessie is um now one of these theories is this is like I think this happens with every cryptid is that she's something from another dimension that she's not like a dinosaur she's not just some kind of like animal she is a creature from somewhere else who has come through a portal of some sort and gotten trapped here for all this time so this theory to me is just kind of one of those cop-out theories that people enjoy to be like I don't understand something, so it must not be from this world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on top of that, though, Alistair Crowley, who was one of the scariest people ever, in my opinion, he was like a big occultist and pra- practiced like black magic and stuff like that. He lived on the edge of the lock. And while he was living there, he was doing some sort of black magic ritual and conjured three demons and and lost control of them and dispelled one of them into the lock, according to him. So there are people who believe that Nancy could be a demon. Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Especially uh, with that drone footage of it being so close to those people that were canoeing. <laughs> They were about to get God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that uh, that theory, which I'm not a big proponent of. I don't know. I mean, sure, she could be interdimensional. I don't know. But uh, I kind of think Alistair Crowley was just a little bit nutso. And, um, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's, there's one thing there. Um <laughs> I mean, that is a valid theory because, I mean, like I said, at this point, anything is possible because we have no idea. I do think that there is something there, 100%. I don't think it's a totally made-up thing. I think that there is some kind of creature or creatures that are swimming around in the lock. Now, whether it's a... I'm going to take the scientist's word for it and say that it's not a plesiosaur or any kind of plesiosaur like descendant or anything like that solely from the dna research yeah but i'm thinking it's something that they have no idea what it is right so the idea of the plesiosaurus or plesiosaurus however you want to say it that too there's also an issue with it because if that is what she is, that would make her some sort of like a reptile. And the Loch Ness did experience um, an ice age during the last, you know, thousand years. So she wouldn't have been able to live through that. So I don't think I, that also makes me think that that's not exactly what she is either because uh, that would have killed her. To be fair, though, um, there are 
certain creatures and stuff specifically like amphibians and things like that that can be frozen and come back from it that is so, I mean, true. there is a small chance that there was one to two of the, and I mean, aren't there like reptiles who don't need like, but aren't there like amphibians and reptiles and stuff that don't need another, like that don't need a mate to reproduce? Yeah, there are. And actually those eels, like you were talking about earlier, apparently they don't need mates to reproduce. Like they don't, um, they do not mate. So I don't know how they continue to exist but they must like do something to create more of them <laughs> so i mean there are there is a, a chance that whatever nessie is that she was frozen mm-hmm. and after everything thought out she lived that is possible yeah that's a good theory too i actually like that theory and that you know maybe she is some kind of species that she doesn't need a mate to reproduce and she just like keeps laying eggs (laughs) or doing whatever they do you know i don't know (laughs) she's like a fern she just (laughs) (laughs) reproduces by budding (laughs) 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 so the idea of lake monsters is a really known really super well-known thing like there's lake monsters all over the world any large body of water seems to have rumors of some type of monster being there. I mean, I think that though that's definitely grounded in something, you know, and a lot of it I think can be traced back to like fishermen's tales and stuff like that. And that's kind of where you get some of that dragon realm theory at as well is like these things a lot of the time that like fishermen would see out on the high seas would be things that were described as being dragon-like and could have come from some other dimension or something like that. So it's hard telling really what Nessie is exactly. It, is she some sort of eel? Is she some kind of like long neck whale? Is she related to seals? I mean, I don't know. She could be any number of things. But What if she is some kind of eel? But like not in like a regular eel, like she's just in the eel family. Yeah, that's possible. And that's why that DNA is coming up because she's not like, because I mean, eels obviously don't have like flippers and things like that. Yeah, not like, not big ones like that. They've got like those little, just like little tiny fins, you know, like, um, actually their fins are so small. I don't even know how they support their bodies. Eels terrify me. I think they're so scary, but some pictures of Nessie are kind of scary, honestly, because she's got all those jagged teeth. Like, she's got teeth like an eel, so. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible that she is just an enormous eel, like the queen of all the eels. <laughs> yeah, like, she's just continued to evolve over time and, like, grow and get bigger because sea creatures can do that. Yeah. Every I, time I think of eels, I just think of the Little Mermaid, where there- Ursula has those pet eels. Oh, yeah, yeah. My brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Are, there, are there eels on Little Mermaid? Like, yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, and they're evil and they're scary. Yeah. Well, I also think about Crash Bandicoot because, like, those uh, levels of crash where you're in the water, when you swim down those tunnels, there's eels that, like, jolt out and try to bite your face off or, you know, swallow oh, yeah. you. So. <laughs> And if they get you, they actually, like, it shows them pull, pull Crash against the wall, like, bang him against the wall, and then pull him on into their little hole and eat him. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 
I don't know how many people swim in the Loch Ness. Yeah. So, I mean, that's totally possible that that's a thing that could happen to you if you just, like, are out there by yourself swimming. Yeah, yeah Nancy's going to get you and pull you down. <laughs> it can eat you. <laughs> so, uh, as always, we appreciate everybody checking this out. We hope that you found some information here that you didn't already know about Nessie. Uh, I know this was very informative for me doing this research and stuff. And um, I think I forgot to say this earlier, but I did. I got my information from that documentary and uh, that I I did mention the documentary. And then I also got my information from the History Channel's website. So those were my sources. Anyway, thank you all for listening. And, um, you know, as always, give us a rating. Give us a review follow us on instagram you can find the main account at the midnight moth podcast and you can find our kogos nessie's account yeah you guys can follow me at tmm underscore kogos um i'm always up for hearing from you guys i love getting your messages and listening to everything that you have to say like wednesday mentioned earlier we're probably going to be posting a lot of uh videos and footage of what we're able to post about nessie on our on both of our instagrams and you guys are welcome to message or comment and let us know if you guys think it's real if you think it's fake what you think that nessie is if you guys any of you have ever been there and had an actual sighting that would be super cool to hear about yes that would be amazing i'd love to hear that and also, too, I have been doing uh, Spectre Saturday posts on Saturdays on the main account. So if anybody out there has got a ghost story, a ghost experience, some kind of instrument that you speak to ghosts with that you would like for me to feature, um, send me an email at the Midnight Moth Podcast at gmail.com or you can message me on the Instagram account, but I would prefer the email i think that would be easier all right everyone uh thank you for listening and until next time we'll keep the lantern burning for you